song, thinking what a joy to be with you. I did a whole lot at uh, Highland Park in Chattanooga. I spent 40 years and six months in one place, and uh, saw thousands saved, many, many things happen. Began Tennessee Temple University. But out of all I did, I never did a smarter thing than the day that I employed your pastor to do visitation. And he came on with me to go out and knock on doors and took a census and took a survey of certain areas. And I found a man who could do the job, and he's still doing it now in this church. And I can think of that day. Clarence, recall that old gray, beautiful gray suit you used to wear? My swanky. My wife, a little doubtful about, but... Uh, Oh, he was something. And uh, going out and knocking on doors. I mean, visiting people up and down the street. And they came to the church and came down the aisle. He began doing then what he's doing here in a magnificent way in this great church. And the great work you have here to thank God for it. And thank you for your fine words and good. And I thank God for the message of tonight given to us already. One verse I want you to listen to. Listen carefully. For I am the Lord... I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. I am the Lord, I change not. Malachi 3, 6. If you'd like to write it down. I change not. Paul said, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. And Hebrews says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Unchanged, unchanged, unchanged. With all that happened. This is the of things changing. People change. Governments change. Society changes. Cars change. Clothes change. Uh, everything changes in the day and hour. But my dear friend, Jesus Christ changes not. The schools may change. And books may change. And standards change. And money changes. But Christ is the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I love that. Everything changed, but God changes not. I am the Lord, I change not, he said of himself. And we can see the blessed Lord who changes not. In the midst of all the change of America, I think of the things that are happening. And at my age, I can look back over the years, seeing things happen at the beginning of the, of the airplane, the use of the airplane, the great use of highways and cars, Business and radio and television and all of that. But thank God there's one who doesn't change. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. I'm, I'm to be unchanged, I'm to follow him. He's unchanged. He's the same yesterday and forever. And I can rest of it. Number one, unchange my faith in God. Point number one, unchange my faith in God. Jesus had to have faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two, Unchange my faith in God's Word. This is God's holy book. I can read, I can study, I can listen, but I come back to the same thing. This is the eternal Word of God. Man changes, man fades away, but the Word of God abides forever. And this is God's holy word. All scripture, give me inspiration of God and are profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That's the word of God. This is God's word. 
unchanged. My faith in the Word of God. My faith in God's Word. My faith in God. Unchanged. My faith in His saving business, saving work. Unchanged. All men are lost, condemned, every man in the whole world. The soul that sinneth it shall die, but we've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. But there's one Savior, Christ the Savior, only one. And unchanged my faith in the saving power of the Son of God. Unchanged in my faith in His guidance. I know He guides. I will guide thee, He said in, in Psalm 32. I will guide thee. And, and, and John said, the great God shall guide thee in all thy ways and all His work. I shall guide thee. Unchanged my faith in His guidance. It is amazing what God can do. Think of it. God led me to start Tennessee Devil University. God led me. I couldn't get away from it. I didn't want, I didn't try to get away from it. God led me to starting Camp Joy for Children to reach boys and girls with the gospel. I didn't try to escape it. It was God leading. God led in our worldwide faith mission program. God led. Wait a Unchange my faith in his guidance. God will guide you and guide me, guide all of us. Unchange in my faith. In his provision for my needs. Unchanged. But my God shall supply all your needs. According to the riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Unchanged. Unchanged. Trust him. He said if he shall ask anything in my name. I will do it. My dear friend. I believe in prayer. Amen. I've seen prayers answered. Thousands of them. The miracle working of God. I began Tennessee Temple University. A little school back in 1946. Didn't have any money, didn't have a faculty, didn't have anything at all. But God led. And God led in the whole thing. I had no money, I had no, not even a bank account, not a penny to my name. But God led in the beginning. And God directed in that and supplied every need. And God will bless. My dear friend, you be a tither. God will bless you. Malachi 3.10. I believe in tithing. I believe in bringing your tithe into the local church and giving that Sunday by Sunday, Lord's Day by Lord's Day, and honoring God. Unchange my faith in His provision for my needs. God will do all that. Unchange my faith in the promise of Christ to come. He said, I will come again. I know He's coming. I know He's coming. When? I don't know when, but He's coming. He can come tonight. He can come tomorrow. He's coming. He said, I will come again and receive unto myself. Unchanged, unchanged. I am the Lord, I change not. Follow him. Unchanged in my determination to live for him. Unchanged. Uh, in Philippians one twenty one, for to me that live is Christ, to die is gain. And this is it living for Christ. The Bible constantly challenges all of us to live for Him, to live for God, to follow Him. Unchanged in my determination to live for Him, night and day to follow Him. We're saved by grace. For by grace He is saved through faith and that not of Himself. It's a gift of God. In other words, it's an invention We're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. I wish you to think of that. Don't get away from that thought. Sometime by yourself, sit quietly, sit still, be by yourself alone. And remember this, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. He's there to guide you. He's there to comfort you. He's there to encourage you. He's there to lift you up. He's there to help you. He's there to help you interpret the Word of God. And the Holy Spirit indwells. And we're indwelt with the Holy Spirit of God. Now, I'm to live the Christ-like life. 
I'm to live out Christ daily in my life before others. Living out Christ before men. Paul said, Christ liveth in me. Think of that again. Christ liveth in me. I'm to live out Christ, for Christ lives in me. And I can live out Christ, living for him day by day. And this is unchained, unchained. Now, here's the challenge. And we're to read and say, God bless, we've got the excitement of following God and knowing that God is with us. And God will be with you young people in school. Don't you fear. I hitchhiked to college my first year. I went to Bethel College in Russellville, Kentucky. I had no money, not a penny. My family had nothing. We had nothing. I hitchhiked a ride to, to, to the school about 150 miles away. I walked in and told I had nothing. But I wanted to go to college. They put me in school. They gave me a job on the campus. Gave me a room to live in. Meal ticket for, for the dining hall. And God supplied. Now the challenge, God will guide you. And God will show you what he wants you to do. And you can trust him every step of the way. God will provide, but my God shall supply all your need. I went to my first church in Germantown, Tennessee, 21 years of age. They had no money, nothing, a little, one little building, a little handful of people. But I knew God would provide, and he did. And I went in by faith and trusted him and trusted the Lord to see me through. I went into Memphis, Tennessee. I found a room, a second floor room in an old house. And in that house was a living a lady visiting there, Mrs. Kate Barker from Louisville, Kentucky, my hometown. And she was in that house. I got to know her, a wonderful, wonderful Christian lady. And later, that dear one helped in many, many ways and gave Tennessee Temple University a large sum of money at her death. I'm pointing out how God provides if you simply wait upon the Lord. The challenge of life and to know that God is with you and will take care of every need that you have. Missions, giving by missions. Every church ought to give much to mission. And the more you give to mission, the more God will bless you. For that's his command. And you're obeying the command of God. I love what, what the Lord has given to me. And I praise God for all of it. Unchained. Then unchanged it, my hope for the future. Jesus said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. I'm in God's family. I have the promise. And he said, I will come again. My future is in him. Death may come to this body, but I'm absent from the body and present with the Lord. But if I live and Jesus comes, I go to be with him. The dead in Christ shall be raised, the living shall be changed, and together we're caught up in the air to meet him. Unchained, unchained. I'm looking for the coming of Christ. It may be at any day, at any moment. He said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for his coming. Looking for the time when I can stand before him. I recall when I preached my first sermon on the second coming, back in old Greenbrier, Tennessee, up in the middle part of the state. And I gave a first message on, I will come again. And begin to see what God can do. And I've preached it throughout the years. The rapture, when the dead in Christ shall be raised, the living shall be chained, caught up in the air to meet him. And I thought of the judgment seat, when we stand before him to give an accounting of ourselves. And that's the Bible. And we see that. I love the marriage supper of the Lamb, the revelation, that coming with Christ into this earth and the reign of Christ upon the earth for a thousand years, the millennial came. And all of this is given us in the Word of God, unchanged, unchanged. Get hold of your Bible. Read your Bible. Listen to your pastor. Follow the Word of God and unchanged. Say, this is what God said, and I'll do it. I'll believe it.
I'll trust him and God will lead you through. But unchanged, unchanged, unchanged my concern for others. Unchanged my concern for others. The Lord Jesus looked upon people, had compassion upon them. And we must have compassion also. We're the saved soul, the follower of Christ. And we must have love and compassion for the lost and seek to win them to our blessed Savior. There's no Christ-likeness without concern. There's no Christ-likeness without concern. You've got to be concerned for others. That's the Bible. Unchained my concern for other people, my desire to people saved. I gave an invitation three times a week in Hollenburg for 40 years and six months. Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night. And as far as I can recall, there was never a service in 40 years or six months without somebody coming forward. Somebody responded to the invitation. And we had hundreds and hundreds saved and thousands were baptized during the 40 years. No, we didn't. Unashamed of my concern for others, I want to see people saved. I want to see them brought to the Lord. And they must see the great joy of following Christ and walking after Him and have a concern, have a compassion. That doesn't go out, a compassion night and day to reach out to the lost that they might come to Christ. Now get that concern. Get your concern for us. Pray for it. Pray, oh God, give me a concern for people. And when people come forward in the church, rejoice in their coming. And if you can, come and shake hand with a sinner converted and brought to Christ. Come down and shake hand and say, God bless you. And let that concern. Unashamed my concern for others. Now get concerned. See the lostness of men and see their condition and point them to the loving Savior. Then keep your concern. Don't lose it. Some people begin fine and then they turn away. Some men and women, when they're saved, have a great concern for others, but they soon lose that. And they become cold and indifferent and careless and don't lose that concern and have a concern for people around. Don't lose your concern. Then express your concern. Express your concern by your faithfulness of the Lord. Express your concern by pointing others to the Savior. I've known great soul winners, and all of them had a great compassion for others, and I saw that concern on their part and the desire to see people saved. In your witnessing, have a concern and say, Dear Lord, I want to see people brought to the Savior. Isn't it amazing what God can do? I've seen thousands saved and baptized. But in Highland Park, where I spent 40 years, one man excelled. Your pastor knew him well, M.J. Parker. M.J. Parker, a man never finished the third grade in school, became one of the greatest soldiers in the whole church, and did so for years and years, brought thousands and thousands of people to church and down the aisles. Uh, God using. Now have compassion and let God move your heart and say, Oh God, I want to be in the center of your will. I want to have compassion for others. I want people to be saved. Now, there's so much more I can say. But I just want to write up on your heart this matter unchanged. Don't, don't get away from the Word of God. Don't get away from the old fashioned belief. Don't get away from your love for Christ. Don't get away from your love for the Bible. Unchanged, unchanged. Don't get away from the old-fashioned hymns, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. Don't get away from praying for people, your family, your loved ones, your family, your folks around you, but praying unchanged. I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me, said Paul. Unchanged, unchanged. Jesus Christ is in yesterday, today, and forever. Unchanged. To walk with Christ and live for Christ and serve Christ. Now the question, have you shifted away from him? 
Have you lost some of that fervor, that compassion you had in the beginning of your Christian life? Have you gotten cold? Have you become critical? Have you turned away? Or have you remained the same with a love and compassion, old-fashioned love and compassion for others? And to saying, Lord, I care. For I am the Lord, I change not. I change not. Thank God. He is the same. He saves all who come to him. The rich, the poor, the young, the old, the high, the low. Unchanged. Unchanged. He'll change every life that surrenders itself to him. If you follow Christ and obey him, listen to him, your life will be changed. Let God change you. Therefore, Lord, I change not. I want my life to count for God. I will be solid, substantial, submissive to the will of God, but ready to serve him and move with him and to follow him unchanged.